Hi, welcome to Startup Out of the Box, a regular podcast about startups with Marco Silva and Virtual Domingos. On this episode, we're going to do uh, some 2019 predictions, or at least we're going to talk about those. Um, it's going to be our first episode of this year. Um, uh, I hope that you had a, a good holiday and a good Christmas and Happy New Year to you and to yeah. our listeners. And um, so we have a few list of predictions for this year. Yeah. Um, opinions, opinions, yeah. <laughs> but we can, we can. Uh, I think that we can split them into one, two, three, four, five, five different areas. Yeah. So the first one is: What do you th do? We think that is going to happen in the workplace when it comes to startups. Then, uh, if co-working is still going to be a thing. Um, at the, then the talk about technology, uh, what kind of technology will startups adopt this year? Uh, also money. And then at the, the last topic is going to be about founders, right? Yeah. So, uh, starting first, probably with the, well, the, with the first workplace. one, uh, workplace. So, so predictions for this, for this year. What's what do you opinion? think? I'll start with, let's start with you. Uh, workplace. Well, I think that first of all, um, um, uh, that kind of idea of open space is gonna be uh, is gonna be lost. People will will need probably more focus, more focus, and they need their own working space rather than just be on on this kind of open space when mm -hmm. it's open to distractions and it's open mm -hmm. to uh, people just uh, talking to you and stuff like that. So you need to g regain focus and do your kind of work. I'm not saying that people are gonna go back to the closed office mm -hmm. offices and stuff like that, but it's gonna be more control, I think. Yeah. And probably less play and more work in the <laughs> workplace. Um, yeah, I think a good uh, balance on the the open space, like the, the open space that we see nowadays, of a huge, massive room where hundred people can sit, like a warehouse or like when you go to WeWork or stuff like that. I think those places need to change. Uh, a open space more of an environment of like a room, like a team open space. So it's a small room where. Uh, five or six people can sit or ten like the size of a team so it's an open space for the team yeah. instead of the entire company I think that will be a better solution instead of one office per person yeah uh, and because then that you know that what the team is talking it's what you are interested in it's your environment it's not uh, you in the open space listening to someone talk about the news opera or the yeah. or, or politics or talking about the project that someone else is doing yeah. it doesn't affect you i think so a team open space instead of a company wide open space i think that's the best way uh, to go for this but that, that, that's i would say that will be a mix between workplace and we can say co-working as yeah. well but in the workplace i think that's kind of uh, uh important to mention but with probably with more detail um i um, a few of the of the notes that i have here is Probably HR needs to reinvent itself the way that we do HR within our company. Probably less the discrimination. We talked about this the previous year um, yeah. about discrimination, about the startup environment. Remember mm -hmm. when, we, when we mentioned that uh, yeah. less, um, less um, beer Fridays and stuff like that and more kind of other types of integration yeah. when we... Um, when we be more open to different different, uh, different experiences, different people. Uh, okay, we know that some people, oh, but this is the culture of the company. Well, if your culture is beers, then I think that's not really exact culture. That's stuff that people do. That's but I also think that HR, as I said, needs to reinvent itself. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't think that we have the, a proper solution to do hiring. Mm -hmm. um, 
I do like the whole LinkedIn concept when you just post the job and, and do that kind of stuff. But I think that the HR people need to go the extra mile and actually find this kind of talent mm-hmm. rather than just wait for the talent to come into yeah. the company. It Not needs to be only on uh, recruiters. Exactly. Because, yeah, most of the people out there are already tired of recruiters. Yeah. And like I talk to myself, when recruiters come talking to me, I completely ignore them. Uh, but if it's someone from a company, it might be interesting to talk to them because you see, oh, it's directly from the company yeah. so there's more value in this than another recruiter because well everyone is a recruiter now that's almost exactly so and, and with HR maybe we can have a specific topic um, yeah. this year about this but I have a lot of ideas when it comes to what kind of CVs do we mm-hmm. expect at startups or even at, at enterprise how do we apply for these kind of jobs how do we find them um, is it good to to do the whole conference uh, circle and just try to get uh, involved in the in the um, yeah uh, into this kind of uh, and, and and pitch ourselves to the company within this kind of conferences, or should we do other, other stuff? So, mm-hmm. but uh, we can leave that for a specific topic that we can do this year. In um, and uh, and the other one I just said was kind of less discrimination. I think that's kind of obvious from last year, uh, the Me Too movement uh, and all of that thing. I think that startups, because the kind of the cultural is kind of entrenched mm-hmm. in in that kind of the the boys and and, and, yeah. and the guys there the, the that's kind of that kind of culture needs to change right it yeah. needs to be more more open and um and probably we sh- we could talk about also people leaving the companies mm-hmm. not just joining i think that it's i and, and this is kind of interesting topic because i've seen this previously is people waiting to get the bonus or to get some kind of benefit and yeah. then just leave after that so expect uh, a lot of people just waiting for that specific time, or either to get stock options mm-hmm. or to do something, and then probably they're going to leave. You had an example uh, recently of the WhatsApp team uh, on Facebook. Most of the WhatsApp team left Facebook right after uh, the the bonus and the, arrived, yeah. the, and the cliff uh, ended. So they got all the money, all the stocks, and they decided to leave the company right on the next day. So <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Yeah. So, but if people are staying in your company just because of the bonus and the stock options, well, oh, it's better that they leave. And yeah. and and the thing is, maybe they're going to leave, and not just one person, but entire teams, because then they be. Yeah. Uh, because if you have that kind of team culture and the environment is going to change, then if a team just the person, uh, uh, like let's say a manager or someone really important within that team just leaves, the prob- probability of the they are the ones that work within yeah. that team to leave. It will be higher. If they consider him a good manager, yeah. They, exactly. It might be that other people will be leaving the company exactly. to follow him. Um, the last one, when it comes to workplace, it's that skills will be ranked by automation. So, uh, What do you mean by that? Um, it means that um, the skill that you're going to have needs to be uh, correlated to the kind of automation that you can bring to the company. So it's not going to be um, manual work mm-hmm. that we need to hire. It's someone that can understand how to automate work. Okay. So your skills need to be oriented to either automate the cloud, automate development, automate mm-hmm. something. It needs to be, you need to be focused on what I kind agree. of automation should you have in your skills. Not just, well, I can launch machines in Amazon Web Services. Uh, I'm a sysadmin. No, you need to be more than that. You need yeah. to automate need to automate what you can so you can focus on the different things. I think there are things that bring us value. Exactly. So moving to the next topic, um, co-working. So we mentioned about the open space. That's good. But the thing is, I think that the co-working thing will blow up this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting enough, a few days ago, someone noticed that the WeWork founder (laughs) just sold some (laughs) shares at WeWork to buy the buildings, then to rent them back to WeWork. Back to WeWork. 
So that's yeah. a, that's uh, well. Back in my time, we call that money laundering, but now uh, I think or it's or internal it's, investing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right now it's some kind of it's kind of legal, um, yeah, and ethical but legal. Yeah, but if you think about that, yes. it's it's pretty much what McDonald's does, right? It's a McDonald's model. Uh, they okay. just they just so McDonald's. What happens is that. Um, uh, McDonald's, as the company has, it is the the, the most um, uh, important company in the world when it comes to real estate, because what they have what they have is when you open a McDonald's uh, shop or something, um, it's going to be owned by McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's not the owner that gets the franchise. It's McDonald's owns the place. They rent the place to you, and you pay a fee to use the McDonald's brand and manage okay. the whole thing. So uh, that that's where they get the money, and then they um, they fund themselves because they have real estate, and then and it goes back to the to to the business because they have an asset. It's the real estate. It's the place. It's the building. It's the shop. Yep. Um, that's how they make money. It's okay. not with the burgers. Okay, it's actually with the. You need to see one movie called The Founder, uh, that explains the the whole McDonald's okay. business. It's really important, and I think that the the guy from WeWork is actually doing the same. But not for the company, not for the WeWork, <laughs> but for for, for his, well, himself. Yeah, it, it's not WeWork that's owning the business, and it's, it's himself. Of, it's himself, himself. owning the, the, the building. It's a good yeah. business for him, not probably for WeWork. But I felt the co-working, at, it's interesting because there was a discussion uh, a few weeks ago on Twitter where someone was showing some numbers, yeah, for example, regarding London, that he could uh, rent an office space for a team of up to 20 people and it would cost him 70k a year mm-hmm. uh, while on WeWork the same space would cost like 100k uh, a year uh, so it was like why would I go to WeWork if I can just get the office space for 70k because of the coffee yeah but the thing is what people most people say like okay if you have your own office space you have to worry about the electricity the yeah. the maintenance the, electri- uh, the internet you're gonna have an office manager to deal with all of the stuff while we work you kind of already paying that in the service so instead yeah. of paying out of your pocket for a salary for someone to manage the office and all of the the, the maintenance bills, we work at other co-working spaces. Deal was deal deal was that. So I think that's a, a pros and cons that you have to realize uh, what it is. I think nowadays owning your own office space if you're a small team, it's pointless. I would say co-working space or remote uh, are the best solutions for that. Of course, when you go up to like a fifty team or one hundred and you want to have people together, then it's okay. I think that at that point. You're it, big enough to have your yeah, own space. Exactly, because it, it will justify itself. Yeah, we also discussed this last year, so uh, yeah. about all, all of the options when it comes to co-working and, and yeah. having your own uh, office. But I feel like the, uh, this year, it's more and more common uh, new startups. I think this is already the default. It's yeah. the co-working space or remote. It's becoming okay. more and more. But don't, don't you think that the co-working will blow up the whole thing, probably with WeWork or similar? Because, or, or is that going to be still a trend this year? I think some of them might suffer because there's already there might be too many co-working spaces around there. Okay. Uh, I see in London we have I don't know how many WeWork offices. A lot of them. And it, it's not is, just WeWork. Yeah. It's a it's a different. It's also uh, other ones. Yeah, but WeWork is I the, think the most expensive one, yeah. or one of the most expensive ones. There yeah. might be some more expensive, more fancy. I don't know, but it's one of, of the most expensive ones. So. Yeah. It's not going to be probably well. No, we'll see. The, we'll see. Well, it's it's yeah. a prediction, so yeah. we don't. Uh, we suppose. Well, I think I that something is going, to, is going to happen. Yep. I don't know what. Um, I don't understand WeWork's valuation, but yeah. <clears throat> technology. Technology. So, two uh, for me. I mean, for this topic, the first one, cloud first, mobile first. 
Uh, it's kind of the the same that happened the previous years, but we're going to see that more this year. Yeah, it's the I, default nowadays, I'd say. I'm probably going to add, and because I'm I'm using more of the Oculus Rift, I really like the whole VR concept, and I think that we, if it's not going to be this year, it's going to be next year when you're going to have more VR, either content or games, and less expensive games mm-hmm. because the games at the VR it's still expensive for the experience that you get yeah. so you just pay for the experience rather than the, the game itself we don't have a lot of very good games there and they're quite expensive so we're talking about 20-30 pounds for a game that you can play for an hour and stuff so it's not um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, the whole experience of the whole gaming needs to, needs to improve but uh, when it comes to technology and startups I think that cloud is going to be big so if you're not using any kind of cloud service you're a fool if you're not betting on mobiles, so smartphones yeah. and stuff like that, you're still not going to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of my opinion. Yeah, and I think uh, it's going to be more on, comparing to VR, I think AR, uh, Apple should be releasing soon. If not this year, next year, they will be releasing something AR-like, something like the uh, uh, Microsoft... Uh, HoloLens? HoloLens. I think we'll, they will release the, the competitor to that uh, quite soon. So I think AR will have a bigger advantage over VR at least in the short term. Uh, long term, I don't know how that's going to play out, but it's a short, in short term, I think AR is going to have a boost quite fast this year. Okay. Uh, if Apple releases this year the, their product. So I think there. Um, so then, uh, the other yeah. things, so, um, and, I'm, uh, and because I took yeah. these notes yeah. around Christmas, so it wasn't um, around the CES this year. And I, actually what I saw is this, the AIoT, mm-hmm. so... Uh, artificial uh, internet of things. So when you bring all of the machine learning to the small gadgets and small devices that you have, okay, um, I think that's going to be kind of the future. At least what's what what we would expect at um, mm-hmm. at CES. So what we saw at CES actually this year. But to be honest, I'm quite tired of the whole internet of things thing. <laughs> Um, I think that n- not all devices need to be connected to the internet. Yeah. We have the microwave, we have the fridge, we have the TV, yeah, we have was, pretty much everything. There was an example of a Samsung fridge that it would send a push notification to your phone if, if it you was left, open. Yeah, if the door is open. Yeah. So I was like, so why don't you just close it? That um, I think that we need to move to the IoT, to the smart IoT, things that can do things by themselves instead exactly, of just... Exactly, yeah. I don't want to... I'm tired of notifications and sounds and beeps and I want things that work. Uh, so probably more smart and more automation. Exactly. And, and less connected to the internet. Yeah, I don't care about the connected to the internet. I want it to, to work. To properly. work and yeah. to do things, right? Um, That's 2019 and we're still arguing about Bluetooth and printers. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Bluetooth and printers. That's right. Um, <sighs> printers. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make millions, printers that work. And and Bluetooth, uh, drivers for Bluetooth and well, uh, Apple devices. Well, Apple created the A, no, W1 chip. Maybe more companies will have something alternative to Bluetooth. I don't know. I don't know. Right. So the last two ones, money. When it comes to money, ICOs, are they still a thing? No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, yes, some people still make money out of them, but they are... They're just vanishing. Yeah, they're vanishing. Yeah, that's finally, good. that's good. Yes. Right. Uh, more scrutiny when it yep. comes to money. People need to um, to explain what they're doing with the money, yep. either with startups or within the within the enterprise. Yep. You see VCs being more uh, 
giving more scrutiny uh, when yeah. they want to invest in startups. They demand more information. Yeah. They want to uh, make sure that the money will be well spent, well invested. It's not kind of like we, the trend uh, that we've seen until now of, well, that's a nice picture. He has a million dollars. I think investors are, follow, American investors at least are following more the European style of yeah. being more sober on, the, on yeah. the topic. And the last one is about stocks um, mm-hmm. uh, shortage. So um, what, I th- what I mean with this is that, first of all, I don't think that companies will um, give more stocks options to their mm-hmm. uh, employees. I think that's something that happened in the past. Not sure if that's going to happen this year as much as happened the last mm-hmm. 10 years or so. But um, I think that there will be uh, also uh, less stocks because the market is going to be, it's going to face some troubles uh, ahead uh, with okay. uh, with the UK and the US probably. So we're going to see some, some down, mm-hmm. uh, the market is probably go- going down. We saw that last year a couple of times. Remember when the stocks just went down in the, in the market, um, pretty low in the United States and, and also in Europe. So I, I think that's going to have it's going to be be a problem next next year. Okay. Um, I think when it comes to stocks, not with startups, but I think with Amazon is gonna is gonna have another co-founder. Amazon, have you heard? But that's that's yep. going to be a, a different story. That's not going to be for startups. It's going to be fun to see everyone that owns stocks at Amazon how we're going to deal with another uh, founder yeah. or someone with the same yeah. kind of value as Jeff Bezos owning the company. But uh, that will be interesting to see. That's kind of my opinion when it comes to money. I think that um, also people will uh, have access uh, to capital and venture capital. I think that's going to be standard. But as as you just said, it's going to be more scrutiny. Uh, it's going to be people need to be more dedicated to what uh, and present um, more results and present more results, obviously. And the last one, it's about founders. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm start with the last one. Uh, less bullshit. Yes, please. <laughs> and uh, the other one is about. Uh, more time for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. I think startups nowadays, uh, until now, it's been what I've already seen some people call the hype development. So like, oh my God, this is an amazing tech. I'm going to build something on it. Oh my God. Like we've seen like in the beginning of 2018 where uh, blockchain was the fever. Every founder out there was building a startup with blockchain, whatever it was, blockchain for dogs, for cats, for balloons, for string gums, or mm. whatever it was. And of course, most of them just died. Uh, I think, and nowadays there's more and more people talking about uh, stuff like, um, uh, well, God, I forgot the term, the hustle porn uh, or the pain porn. Like if you're not suffering, then you're not doing enough. So more people are starting to realize that, okay, yeah, I don't need to, put myself in this amount of pain or this amount of bullshit yeah i can just focus on the work that i need yeah, to do yeah focus on the work i need to do focus on my team and focus on a proper business and stop saying i'm creating a, a business based on data nate ai built on top of the blockchain with a data lake and <laughs> yeah stuff like just it, focus on the product and what you're building out what the value and stop the bullshit of the buzzwords yeah. and all of that stuff yeah but also um uh it's not just just that yeah. but also having time for family and mm-hmm. having time to think about business yeah. i see a lot of people uh founders saying that this year they're going to read more they're going to meditate more they're going to spend more time outside i think that's gonna that's going to be something different yeah. um this year but that's, your family first and then you can worry about the meditation and stuff like that yeah, yeah. probably that's a good uh, it's, uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday I 
can't remember um, who it was and this guy was talking about how he was an advisor for startups mm. and leadership position uh, for leadership training stuff like that and the company was uh, before uh, already doing these courses uh, the company told him well I know you just had your kid but it's important that you do this conference call uh, mm. and if you do this the company will value you and he was kind of undecided what to do and he decided to take the phone call and after the phone call you realized well, I was an idiot. Uh, I just exchanged time with my wife and my kid. That just for something useful. For, yeah, useless. yeah. For uh, for a phone call was a startup without trying to teach them values, and I just did the opposite of what yeah. I want them to do. So just don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much it for the 2019 predictions. Well, predictions, advice, advice, exactly. topics. Chats, well, yeah. I think that's we are going to have a lot to talk this year. Uh, if we're going to talk about these predictions yeah. <laughs> throughout this month, uh, I think we're going to we're going to have a lot mm -hmm. a lot to talk. And um, that's it. Episode number one, first of twenty nineteen, or seventeen, seventeen of the, the entire series. That's it. And um, and well, that's all from my from my from side. From my side, yeah. Cheers. Bye.